to call that like the gym mix because you like jamming to it a little bit more. Welcome back, Mr. Palmer. How are you, sir? Doing good. And, you know, I I do like the intro music. It's really, it's just, you know, it always gets me excited because it's a, it is a, it's a good little jam. Excited is good. And I, 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 I can't even give complete credit. It was, I admit it's one of those, uh, if you're looking for the music, you Google, um, you know, free podcast intro and outro kind of music and it came up and it's free to use. So we're not making any money off of it. That's uh, right up my alley. Um, but now they've got a lot of good ones and the, the artist, whoever made this one made a few other ones that I've liked that I use. I think I use one on my personal show and um, yeah, so good stuff. Anyways, we are sitting here. It's September. I'm not giving away a day, so I'm not going to get in trouble. But it's <laughs> September, and it's I'm I'm kind of I'm still kicking the rust off. And I I was out for a couple weeks or or close to a couple weeks, and vacation was great. But it's I don't know, man. The older I get, the harder it is to come back from vacation. Um, yeah, it's it's rough. <laughs> See, that's why I thought the music would kind of jazz you up, is you know, because you are just coming off a of vacation, and so I was like, it, we need it's. It's not like the energy. It's you know what it is. It's you get so busy with work and you need the vacation. Vacations are great. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's just so hard to catch up because so much can happen. You know, I blame emails and 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 all the wonderful tech that we've got now. But yeah, it used to be so much easier to take a couple of weeks or even a week and and not miss much and and come right back and and jump in and. It's a different world. I don't know. It's the last couple of times I've gone away. Maybe it's just my age. Maybe I'm going crazy. Um, I have to be going crazy, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's. Uh, but it's just the time of the year too. I think too, right? We're coming back, and the kids are going back to school this week. And uh, I know some people are going to be, hey, man, my kids were back last month. And well, I'm I'm in New York, so kids go back after Labor Day. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's a crazy time of year. But uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back recording, as we were talking about just before I hit the, well, maybe I actually hit the record button before that. But anyways, um, we haven't really sat down and had a chat in, gosh, it's been about three weeks. Um, it's a beauty part of scheduling and, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's been a so while. Part of, part of your vacation problem, I think, stems from a problem that Wi-Fi people have in general. And this is a common joke. <clears throat> you know, it's like... I can't go anywhere with my wife because I walk into a place and what is the first thing that a Wi-Fi person does when they walk into any new place that they've never been before? You look up. You look, you look up. And so I think that's part of, I think, you know, your vacation thing, you know, I think is something that as a Wi-Fi person, it's, it's really hard to kind of shut off because we do it for our day jobs and then we go on vacation and what's the first thing we do? You know, I mean, I've, I've sat in airports waiting to leave on my vacation and what am i doing well i'm troubleshooting wi-fi i'm looking at it you know because the wife and the kid are like i can't get on the wi-fi this doesn't work and so what do we do we immediately jump into troubleshooting mode because it's like well let's get our vacation started off right and what's the first thing we do to start off our vacation right we go to work <laughs> so well, it's true it is true and uh and i just i threw up a a picture. Um, I'll give a little backstory to this. And I know you and I talked about this while I was away on vacation. I, I, I'm one of those people who I can actually go to any new building and not always look up. Like I can actually go shopping in a new store and not look for the APs. 
not initially, usually. but you, usually but at some I point. <laughs> well, and, and honestly, sometimes what triggers it is I'll walk by and I'll see like the most horribly mounted one in the world and go, what the heck were they thinking? But so in this, again, the benefit of age, like if I'm a, a, a snobby, freshly minted CWNA and I've... <laughs> I've I've consumed mass quantities of bad fi uh, posts and I've listened to the rhetoric. I sit there and I go, oh my god, they don't know what they're doing. And you get the benefit of perspective and you realize that maybe they didn't, or maybe there's so many other things behind the wall that they got as close to where they wanted to be as they could, and that's the best they could do. And the other option is no AP at all. And then you'd have a dead zone. So, <clears throat> you know, it's a lot easier for us to cast aspersions. That's my big word for the day. Um, <laughs> without knowing what went into that design. And and in fairness, a lot of these designs aren't great. Right? And and I've seen some posts on social media from certain vendors recently. Um, actually, not even vendors. I think one was from a training buddy of ours who noted that, you know, he's got a lot of customers that have paid really good money for really good for, for designs. And you'd think that that would get them a really good design. And the reality is the design wasn't that great. Um, the other part of the puzzle is they could have paid and gotten a really great design, but the implementation wasn't up to par. Um, but where I'm going with this is because I'm a dork. Um, I spent a chunk of my vacation in the Carolinas, and it's a property that uses ruckus. And I've been going there for 13 years, off and on. I think we've skipped a couple. I've always known it was a ruckus property. Uh, but I wasn't always a ruckus employee when I was there. Um, and when I was there last year, uh, because it was a ruckus property and I knew who to talk to because it was not configured all that well, I, on vacation I was calling people, giving them grief. Um, <clears throat> and so I was, I was much better behaved this time around. But I did fire <laughs> up Wi-Fi Explorer Pro as a Wi-Fi nerd tends to do, um, just to take a scan, and I shared it with you, and we kind of had a chuckle. Um, and it, it's one of those where... Yeah, I can't shut that part of my brain off because, and I mean, I'll admit, even going back to the kids' school, my wife told me yesterday that, oh, um, one of the kids' schools got an upgrade on the wireless. And I'm like, I doubt it. <laughs> um, and I really wish I had a G2 because I'd love to just go to the back-to-school night, fire it up, and actually see how badly they did. Um, and full disclosure, because I'm a dork, I did have conversations with principals at both of these schools offering my assistance um, because I, yeah, whatever, um, just I, I can't help myself. But without getting into the property, without getting into too many details, this looked at, I looked at this and I shared this with you and, you know, right away we found some things that could have been easily fixed that were just, you know, bugging me, if you will. Um, not the least of which, as I'm looking at the screen, is that I was on a 2.4. Uh, no, I wasn't on 2.4 network. I was on 5 gigahertz. But it's just, yeah. I mean, it's just so many basic things you can tell. And we ran into this, too. I'm going back because I was looking at the podcast episodes before. We saw this at WLPC Phoenix, uh, not this past February, but a year ago, uh, 2022, where there were just some basic misconfigurations that caused problems and it was just literally like pardon me the defaults were kept and things like that so um yeah it, it's it's funny um my biggest frustration by the way for this entire property those 13 years um i'm convinced without actually having a talk with their the whoever owns it it's the backhaul 
um, because I would do when I was at my prior employer, I would go on vacation during a time when I had to submit reports and I tried my best to submit them before I left, but I always couldn't. And the Wi-Fi was so unreliable when I got there. Um, and it's by the beach and cellular is not great. So I couldn't even rely on my hotspot at the time. They've since added towers because the cellular is much better now, but, um, the backhaul, like you tie it's, it's, let me rephrase that. It's either a, they've got a limited pipe or they artificially cap you or both. Now, I know they cap because my speed test always tops out in like the 10 to 15 meg range. So they're definitely capping. Um, but whether they're doing that because they think that's good design or they're doing that because they've got a really small pipe and they're trying to make sure that they don't screw everybody up, I'm not sure. But to me, this is one of those that just, it's ripe for a little bit of fixing. Um, and then I remember I'm on vacation and I close my laptop and I go to bed and I don't really think about it. That's that's kind of where I was at with that. So, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so this is something that I kind of addressed when I did my uh, worst RF presentation at WLPC. Actually, both in Prague and Phoenix um, in the past year. Is this idea about, you know are looking at stuff and comparing it and going, you know, Oh, look at, look at what this property does and let's compare it to a totally different property. And it's like, well, you know, there's so many different variables in there that it's a, you know, we have a hard time sort of, you know, shutting that off. And so I always come back to the same question, you know, the same thing, which is, well, does it actually work for what you need? You know, so I didn't know about the part, about the uh, speed test being capped at like 10 megabits per second, because I was sitting here and is, and this is, this is critical. So because we are an audio only podcast, John is showing off a screen capture from his Wi-Fi Explorer pro. And it shows a network that has six SSI or six APs. There's a lot of hidden networks in there, which kind of makes me wonder. Um, well, and I actually thought about that. I was thinking about that this morning. I, I don't want to cut you off, but the hidden network, I believe, is it's our recover me SSID, and it just never got disabled. And I was going to give him a little bit of grief about it, but then I realized I'm looking at my own home network scan, and I did the same thing, where I just never turned it off. So, see? Oops. Maybe Now you're going to make me look while I'm talking, but... <laughs> <laughs> But this is interesting because with without knowing that one piece of information about the this the rate limiting, I'm looking at it. And the first thing I notice with this configuration that you sent me is they're running 40 megahertz wide channels, which is actually pretty decent. But what I notice is with only six APs that I can see on here, and the the sixth one is I mean, below like an egg 90. So we're talking probably like an egg 92, egg 94. So way down in the weeds, right? So the first thing that popped into my head was, man, look at all of this unused spectrum. I was like, you could 100% run 80 megahertz wide channels, and this is at five gigahertz. You you could run you could run 80 megahertz wide channels and still make this work. Like this would be a this would be a good network at 80 megahertz wide channels. But if you're rate limiting to, you know, 10 megabits per second, then you don't even need a 20 megahertz wide channel at that point. And so it's all about the context. It's all about the idea of you know, what do we have? What, 
what can we offer the whole picture type of concept of, oh, we're going to run 40s because, you know, we, well, we have the spectrum, but then we're going to rate limit it to 10 megabits per second. So it's like, okay, we'll just run 20s then. And then, then you don't have any type of co-channel interference problems at all. But it's always interesting when you find out that that other last piece of the information, that last piece of the puzzle to where I go, oh, well, if they're capping you at 10, then I look at this screenshot and I just go, you know what? It doesn't really matter anymore because there's so many other things that are wrong. And I have to agree with you. I think it's a backhaul problem to where they're trying to preserve it, which if you've ever met me, you know, is a really bad idea. But yeah. <laughs> but and again, you know, if it's one of those where and this is why I say, like, you've got to walk a mile in my shoes kind of thing. Like I when I was an arrogant young Wi-Fi person like five years ago, um, and and I love Eddie and I love bad fi because it's a, it's a it's a way to show funny deployments is how I look at it. But to a point, some people got a little bit carried away with like the name and shame, like how could you do this and why is it so bad and who I want to know who designed it and stuff like that. The pitchfork thing that never did it for me because the reality is, and you and I both probably to some extent or another can relate to this. You've designed and deployed Wi-Fi before you knew what the heck we were doing, right? I mean, maybe not as much as somebody else, but, um, you know, it's it's definitely the mile, you know, walk a mile in my shoes. You got to see, understand, if they don't have the background that we do, and they've never talked to somebody that has the background that we do, um, and this is going to sound arrogant, but it's really not meant to be. Like, it takes seasoning to get to the point where we realize that, um, you know, it's a backhaul problem. And, and the, you, the answer is, do you get a bigger pipe or you keep the pipe you have and you just don't rate limit because it's actually going to do better. Um, and, you know, again, Jim can plug his blog. He wrote a really well, thorough, thought out, put together piece about <clears throat> um, what he did in his previous life regarding rate limiting and how it wasn't the answer that so many people were telling us it was um but until you've done that you don't know and, and so i think that's kind of one of those things where um yeah the benefit of benefit of perspective i think for me i think you're on mute jim sorry i was doing some noisy stuff over here but <laughs> sorry. you know it's it's you know it's I think it's part of the reason why I like doing the podcast so much is because not everybody has our perspective. Not everybody has our, you know, experience. Not everybody has just the, the time that we put into it. And like you were saying, you know, when I first started doing Wi-Fi, I didn't know a thing about Wi-Fi. I didn't know a thing about networking, but I knew radio, I knew RF. And so to me, it was a learning journey to try to figure out, okay, what's actually happening? What is happening? You know, it, if somebody says something is, well, this is how it works, then great. Let me go experiment. Let me go look. Let me go see. And that's how we learn. And so I think that's where I like coming on the podcast. I like having these conversations because I feel like I can, you know, sort of share my experience, you know, and my understanding about things in a, in a bigger, you know, to a bigger, maybe not a bigger audience, but to a different audience. No. And so, you know, and, and that's one of the things where, you know, like you were alluding to with the bad fight thing, I, I think it's nice that we're not harping on that as much anymore because you're right. We don't know, you know, maybe there was, I mean, it's amazing the amount of 
challenges you get into trying to get a cable to a spot on a map. You know, we put dots on maps without any consideration of what that cable guy has to do to get that that drop to that point on the map. And so again, it's one of those things where I talk about it in my in my uh, worst RF presentation is, you know, I want my installers to know, hey, you know, I put the dot on the map regardless of what's in the walls or the ceiling or the structure. And I I need you as the installer, as the cable guy, to be able to tell me we can't penetrate past this point because there is a, you know, a, a wall, a fire rated wall above the ceiling or there's some blocking and we can't get past that. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we, as we go on vacation, we should probably not bring our laptops, but how do you shut off? How do you shut off the, you know, the Wi-Fi person or the networking person or the IT person in general when so much of our world revolves around that now? So, yeah. well, you know, but it's, it was, it's the only way I can take two weeks because I can't come back to that much email. <laughs> <clears throat> but, you know, and the other part too, right? Like, and I completely forgot about it until I got there last year because it was the first time I'd been on vacation since the pandemic. Um, I completely forgot that it was a ruckus property, and then when I kind of got excited because I'm like, it's a ruckus property. I know the the particulars, and I can try to help because, I, you know, again, it's not the only reason why I'm on vacation. It's not the reason I'm on vacation. My kids, on the other hand, as soon as we get in the room, are like, what's the Wi-Fi password? I'm like, oh, my God. Um, not so much now that they have cell phones, but um, – <laughs> excuse me, but – I looked at it and it was like it was it was one of the parts of the vacation experience that was bad. And going back to the Phoenix thing, right? We walked into Phoenix 2022 and we didn't deploy it, but it was ruckus. And everybody came to you and me and our coworkers and was like, your your Wi-Fi sucks. Now, we got it fixed pretty quickly, but it was one of those things where I kind of was taking that as a measure of pride. I'm like, I know where... The particulars are in the back end. It's not performing ideally. And the reality, to your point, you know, you're talking about knowing that your installers know where to put things and that we can have long conversations about this. And we know we're going to wrap this one up real quick. But um, most properties don't get the benefit of a live active survey all the time. Right. I mean, I, I was spoiled when I did my my enterprise job. I made sure I got around to as many of my buildings as I could. Travel was, whether it was local or I happened on a plane, I got to a lot of them. If I couldn't, somebody else did. But not everybody's like that. If you're managing properties like hotels and things like that or dorms, maybe you only make it out there once every few years. And the reality is things change. So to me, it was, I was being a dork, but I was also trying to give a little bit of insight. And yes, I tried to find the AP this year and last year, and it wasn't in my unit. It used to be, I swear to God, they used to put it in uh, the kitchen cabinets. Uh, the like the above the the sink stuff um and it wasn't in my unit this year or last year which is why it was neg 60 instead of neg 40 or whatever but um yeah i might take a vacation but i don't take a vacation from wi-fi that's my thing um, <laughs> and and for those of you thinking oh he took a vacation on a ruckus property because he's a ruckus guy nope my first part of my vacation was an aruba property I actually said it. It was. I wasn't in Aruba, though. I was in the uh, <clears throat> happiest place on earth. Um, but anyways, and that's that's because we're Wi-Fi nerds. We know who does what. And I wasn't looking for Wi-Fi when I was there. I just happened to know the people that do it. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a way to get back to vacation, right, Mr. Palmer? 
Yeah, but you, you know, you bring up a good point, and I think we should talk about this on on the next episode about <clears throat> what happens when you can't do a design or, or a survey or <laughs> do the proper design. That's a loaded question. Why not talk about it? We can. <laughs> uh, we'll put a pin in that one. Yep. We'll uh, let me. I guess we'll we'll wrap this one up. It's a nice, quick stray dog. Yep. And we'll uh, hit the outro, and we'll be back in a minute. 